Blog Talk Radio. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. We have um, a special guest um, supposed to be here tonight, and we have also got a lot to cover. I've got a bunch of questions that came in through email and through our listener feedback line. I also want to discuss pricing catering jobs, specifically the smaller jobs, and because that's where you can run into some tight stuff, and we'll discuss that, and we'll give you ideas that will help you figure out the best way to, to profit from those or it'll help you at least decide whether or not to take the job or not. It's Sunday night, and you're listening to the all-new HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio Show with Ben. Call in at 424-258-9364. Press 1 to go live and ask Ben a question. You wanted the best? You got it. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I hold on so nervously. Folks, this is Rob Harper with Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Just a quick reminder that Hot Dog Vendor Radio is a live radio show. Without call-ins, there ain't no show. So hide your face, pick up your phone, and give us a call. You can use your real name, you can use your stage name. We aim to please, so we don't really care. The only stupid questions are the ones that are not asked. So dial 424-258-9364. That's 424-258-9364. Get your groove on with HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Well, folks, welcome to the show. I'm glad everybody's with us tonight. Um, welcome, Jason. Hello. I know you've had a busy weekend. Yeah. You, know, oh, but... you did a wedding, right? Yeah, yeah. Unreal. Um, how'd that go? How, what, what was unique about that setup? Uh, outdoor weddings. Um, they got married outside, then hors d'oeuvres on a patio, then they go into this, you know, renovated barn that's incredible. And it was a, basically a 10.30 service for people leaving the reception. And, uh, the only people that knew about it were the bride and groom. And it was pretty nuts. People just went crazy for bacon jam and onions and all the exotics, man. It was, it was crazy. Now, did you cater that as far as you catered it or was it a, did each person pay? Uh, each each person has got their stuff. The uh, family paid for it, but you know the dinner was earlier inside the barn. This was just kind of like at the end of the night, winding down kind of thing as a surprise. Okay, did you have to keep up a tally basically? Yeah. yeah. How did you do that? Uh, just mark down, you know, a tally marks on a waitress pad, hot okay. dog, sausage, you know, and uh, totaled up to the end of the night. Handled a bill, got cash, and out we go. I like that. It for a long day, man. That's a cool surprise, though. After the dinner, everybody, you know, you start getting hungry, you start to go dance, and, and entertainment um, kicks in. That's a brilliant move to do that. Uh, it was crazy. We got a couple things set up with, like, chill trikes at, like, the end of weddings. Right. Uh, and truck. You know, we do a lot of hot dog truck. We got some food truck weddings over the next couple months. You know. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get started, and that way, if um, if and when Eric comes on, we'll right. um, we'll if we don't see him towards later on, we'll call him. If you'll remind me, if unless he comes on, we'll stop it and go from there. All right, this is from Kyle. Y'all may remember Kyle; he's been on the radio show um, multiple times, and he has Franny's Franks. 
and he is up and running now, and he, he wrote in, he said, Hey, Ben, I didn't get a chance to call in last week, but I figured you could share this email in the next one if you like. Anyhow, I was contacted Thursday to do an event in Providence, Rhode Island. It was for a spring block party. They shut down a main road in the city for lots of different vendors, from food trucks to art and crafts. They noticed me, and due to my social networking, but more importantly, my web page and word of mouth got me the invite. They waived my vendor fee due to the last-minute invite, so I went out and bought 500 hot dogs and about 75 brats. Got all my supplies, $300. The event was Saturday, 12 to 6. From 12 to 6.30, I had a six-flag line, like six flags. No breaks, nothing to eat, and ran out of change four times. I sold my dogs for $2, which is cheap, meals for 5 and brats for 4 People told me, compared to the other food trucks and vendors, that I was by far the cheapest. In six hours, I sold out, got a lot of repeat customers and tons of compliments. But most importantly, I made 1500 1100 of which was profit, after paying my little brother and supplies. It was nerve-wracking, nonstop and brutal at points. But it was well worth the money earned and future business I will now have with the local events and customers. More importantly, I learned more in that six hours than in the last year of reading. I now know how to handle fast-paced service, and I know how to properly prepare for an event moving forward. So bottom line, hard work pays off. Dedication and attention to detail are key ingredients to being successful. If I had a lot, and it says, and I had a lot of fun interacting with everyone. I look forward to what the future holds for me and this awesome sauce world of slinging dogs. Kyle the Cigar Guy out. That's fantastic, Kyle. Um, congratulations. You know, you know you know who we're talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. He's, uh, Rhode Island, isn't he? Somewhere that way. Yeah, yeah. He's, he he was always on the show with a cigar. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I had. Um. I'll get to this this one. And I'll come back to this one because it's it's the topic of the show, but it was sent in by somebody, and I figured I'd cover it. I've covered it before, but we'll cover it, and that way it, it gets retagged, and we'll have new information. So anyway, Michael Wood sent me a um, message that says the – let's see. He sent this to all his customers because he's had to make a product change. It's the first time since 2009. As new, vendors and, as new vendors and old vendors, you will find that things will change, and you will have to change with them. I had no control over this change, but I will continue to carry the best products that I can. If you are vending in Georgia and are looking for a sausage dog, you may want to try Georgia Boy Sausage Dogs. They are made in Alma, Georgia, South Georgia, and have a good taste. They do have a little kick, as we say in the South, or maybe I should just say a little more spice. They sell them in 10 packs or four pounds e- uh, of four pounds each. That breaks out to be 12 sausages per pack, or about 43 cents each. It should be noted that they sell these products in Yankee Land, too, <laughs> you can find the locations to buy at um, www.dllee.com. Anyway, I have found that if you don't like it, most of your customers will not like it. This is just what I think. You don't have to agree. What he did is send out a message to all his customers through the social media um, sites that he has. This is Doug's Dogs we're talking about here. And he sent him a message. He said, listen, um, to all my great customers, I've had to change my sausage dog to Georgia Boy Smoked Sausage. These sausages dogs are made in Georgia and are a little bigger in size 
that than the Roger Wood sausage dogs we've used for years. This taste is about the same, but they do have a little more spice. I hope that you enjoy them, and please let me know what you think. He puts, oh, and my prices will remain the same. The change was caused by um, the Roger Wood Company, which we had no control of their decision not to sell their products to our local supplier anymore. And then he put Doug's dogs good, good. So um, great way to handle it, great way to tell your customers. Did he owe these customers this? Hell no. He didn't need to tell his customers this. He could have just started serving them. But I think it endears the customer to you, especially he's in a small town. And his customers follow him. They want to know where he's going to be. And the fact that he would entrust this, him, entrust them with the information and go, hey, by the way, we had to make this change, and here's why we made it, and here's what we're going to do about it, and here's the new price if there was one, that is kick butt. That is so smart to do. That's, that's good marketing. Definitely good to keep them up to date. Yeah. I just thought it was nice. Um. This one um, came in. Let me double-check something real quick. Uh, nope, we're still good. All right. Um, this one came in from um, Ken in North Carolina. He says, getting started is rough going. City slinging is rough if you don't have clientele build up. Miss a couple of days, and as a new guy on the block, you get a, a, a reputation for not being dependable. One move I made years before becoming a slinger was buy a food saver. It's one of the smartest moves I've ever made. I'm already buying Sabrette and Brightleaf from a distributor. Every turn, even turn my own wheels to fetch them. Then I get back to my commissary and start separating them into portions, vacuum bagging and freezing them. I roll out every day with two five baggers and a bunch of three baggers. Since I started doing that, the most I've thrown away in hot dogs is two hot dogs in a day. And the food saver and bags you buy are a write-off. That is excellent advice. Um, I don't. I've never done that, but I've heard of vendors doing that using the food saver. It vacuums out all the air, and you can um, separate them into lots, which is kind of nice. Let's see. Um, thanks for sharing that, Ken. In um, is this in Washington? I believe it is. Um, I posted this on our Facebook this week. If you are a vendor in the Washington area, Washington State, coastal town of Aberdeen. There is a, it's called Aberdeen Founders Day, and you can find that online at aberdeenfoundersday.org. You can um, get a location ranging from 50 to 100 bucks and for this big festival, and they are seeking vendors. So if you, um, registration, um, is now. So you can go to AberdeenFoundersDay.org, sign up, and get you um, a location. I know we've got quite a few vendors in Washington State. So We're back east now, Darren. Yeah. I haven't heard from him in a long time. How's he doing? Have you heard from him? He's doing good. 12-stepping it and working construction. Good. Good. Maybe. Him on Facebook. Yeah, he built a cart. I remember that. He built a nice cart. Um did really well too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I look forward to seeing him get back in eventually. Let's see. Last one. This is a long letter, but it's it's a good letter. And this this 
this will show you that this this show isn't all about fluff. We don't just come on the show and go, this guy made $700 today. This guy made 1100 in six hours. Um, no, we, we put the good with the bad. I don't select out the certain emails that I'm going to share. I Just if they tell me that I can share them, I share them. And so there is good with bad. And and there are things that happen in this business. Um, Jason shared some. We know Brian, you know, flipped over his rig. Um, there's bad days and good days. It's like anything. The nice part is, is this is probably the most money I've ever made for my time, ever. Um, I'm not a lawyer, but when I go vend, I make lawyer-type money. So... Anyway, this says, Old Ben, the red tape in my area is scarlet, but my scissors are sharp. I will not give up. I purchased my big dog cart from you in March. Here I sit, still not licensed. It's partially my fault for the delay because I worked for the city and didn't want to bell on them until they had replacements trained to do the job I did. That took about a month. But since I was able to retire from the city, I have been working pretty much nonstop on getting this packet completed that my health department requires. I watch your video every week and take in all your experience. Thank you for being so candid and sharing. You're a great mentor. First of all, I had to have the fire inspector come to my house and check the card out for potential fire hazards. By the way, his personal comments were pretty neato. Next, I filled out the routine menu plan and specs for each each part of the cart. They wanted to know not only how many gallons my clean and dirty water tanks were, but the inches of all directions as well. Okay, this was the easiest part for me. The most difficult area by far was the commissary agreement. I consider myself a good person. I volunteer in the community. I drive elderly people to doctor's appointments, and I go to church. I organize pickups from various city, various city lost and found boxes to be taken to the local homeless shelter. It gets very cold here in Colorado, and I would rather see lost hats and mismatched gloves go to someone who really needs them and would appreciate them. So when I started my quest to ask for an agreement on the commissary, I was humbled. I first started with churches in my neighborhood. Wow, they were all skeptical of me, almost as if I was trying to scam them. I really felt bad. So I figured I would move on to different types of local organizations. I tried the local Boys and Girls Club. I've worked with them before, as I have had many foster children in my home that have benefited from playtime at the club. I sat with the director, and he said he needed to check with his boss. I wrote it off. So I emailed my health inspector. I asked him if he had any suggestions on a commissary than, and other street, than, that other street vendors use. He turned me on to this guy who has an event room in a very industrial part of town. It's literally next to the train tracks and dirt parking all the way to the door. Kind of weird place to hold a wedding reception, but who am I to judge? I met with him at the facility. He said it would be $200 a month to rent his kitchen. And that he and the health inspector both knew I would really be using, wouldn't really be using it that much. Well, I thought, okay, whatever. I'm at the point now where I'm just wasting time not working and not making any money. I called the guy the next week and told him I needed to admit, defeat, and rent his commissary. He told me he decided, after all, not to rent to mobile vendors. Okay, I know. You must be thinking maybe I gave him the wrong impression or I might be scary-looking or unprofessional. LOL. I really don't think that was the case. He did explain to me that he was considering renting to mobile vendors, but when I asked to see the kitchen, I think he was uncomfortable about having people in there. I hung up the phone from his rejection, and my sales were beyond windless. They were shredded, but the, tor 
the Taurus in me lowered its horns and began to charge. I called the Boys and Girls Club. I asked if he had a chance to talk to his boss about the commissary agreement. He said, yes, I did, but we have some concerns. We talked about the concerns, and I cleared a few things up, and he said that he would be able to accommodate me. I was so shocked. I said I would be right over to get the agreement signed, all the while thinking to myself, hurry, so they don't change their mind. Our agreement was in was that they signed my paper, and I served the kids mostly under the age of 12 once a month to celebrate all the kids that had birthdays that month. See, for me, I would have done something like this with or without the hot dog cart, so it works fine. It works out for all of us. Now I have my tax ID number and have completed my ungodly packet for the health department to even look at my cart, all the while the receipts are stacking up. I had to pay $100 to them to inspect the cart, and when they issue my license, I'll have to pay 250 more. That's not even my business license for my city and any other city I see fit. On the brighter side, I really do think I will do well selling dogs and brats. I have named the cart the Doghouse Grill. My husband works in the oil and gas industry here in Colorado, so I have the advantage of knowing all the spots where the hungry working guys travel through. I plan to be out in the middle of nowhere on a county road with my bright, cheery smile and hot food for the guys. I also live in a town with a state university. I might try to weasel my way into the sidewalk over there. Today, I turned in my packet to the health department. The inspector will call with a date to meet me at the commissary to be inspected soon. I will let you know what happens with that and the license process. Thanks again, Ben, for taking the time to share your experience and create a place where other vendors can do the same. That is awesome. Um, one, she's... Um, she needs to be a writer. Um, I, I um, enjoyed reading that, and I like the fact that she would share it because you can almost feel her pain as she went through everything. Now, obviously, she took a month off, and I think that put her sometime in May. So she's not, like, way behind on this, or, or I guess she took she started in March, so she took April off. So sometime in May got going. Well, I think... She's got plenty of time. We've had vendors do well. Um, you know, one of the world's most famous vendors is in Colorado. So, Biker Jim, think that she's going to do fantastic. One, she, you know, crosses all her T's and dots her I's. And it will be exciting to see her make it on through and start slinging dogs and making money and, and helping other people. She's obviously um, compassionate and helps other people now. So... I'm glad to know there's people like that amongst us. So, um, where are we at? Or do we have a, we don't have a guest yet. So, let's see. I'm going to, I guess, Jason, if I you... Some pictures. Do what? I'll show you a couple of pictures. Okay. Let's see here. I'll see if I can pull these up. Do you want to go ahead and start telling people about the pictures? Shots from the wedding and one of the daytime events this weekend and some farmer's market stuff. Let's see how I can get these over. Now that I'm back online, the dog tripped over the power cord and unplugged the whole computer. <laughs> the... Um, okay, I'm going to... Let's see. Folks, just bear with me. What I'm doing is pulling some pictures that Jason sent over of uh, what was this event? Was this this week? 
Yeah, this is this past weekend. Man, your truck is so freaking sexy. What is that on the top? How does that open? Is, are those, those are uh, skylights on the big truck. Yeah, the way they're angled. Yeah, they open up. They fold flat. There's a bar that comes off a little hook and comes down. You just push it straight up, and then it pops them open. It's nice because when it's hot and you're running the equipment inside, it creates a chimney effect and allows it to draw air from the outside. Right. And uh keeps pretty cool. This is this is really pretty. I'm um, going to pull these up. I have to download each picture in, to, in order to share this and uh, then okay. blow them up. That's what's taking me a minute, folks, so just bear with me here. I'm almost done. We'll blame it on Corey. He's late again. Yeah. All right, let's see, let's see. I've got one more. Maybe. Yeah, Friday was a long day. It started at like 4.30, taking a buddy to the airport for Disney. Went right into work, got home, got in bed about 1.30. Wow. Okay, I'm going to grab the share code here and share these with everybody. If you're watching over at streetfoodvendor.tv, you can see this. You can always watch it later. This is um, the ice cream truck. Yeah, Old nice. skip back. Um, let me. You can talk. I'll lock it so that it stays on that screen. Yeah, um, Old skip back ice cream company. It's one of our ice cream trucks. And who's the ugly girl you have working? Uh, that's Bailey. <laughs> um, this that's just pretty. It's sexy. It's a nice setup. I like your Facebook, Twitter logos on the back left. The uh, pictures of all the um, the treats that are inside. You serve drinks in there as well. Oh yeah. And here's a. Let's see. How can I do this? Conspiracy logo, QR code. Yeah. Um. This picture. You got anything? Uh, right at setup. They this, were on us right at four. Wow. And then uh, there's a line down the middle after we are done. We set up uh, six more vendors right down the middle. This one is just sexy. Uh, that's, uh, we're at a uh, girls' softball tournament. So you got the big truck, the ice cream truck, a water ice cart, and then the hot dog trailer. All the way down is just you. Yeah. Just bam. And then what's this at the end? What's pulling it? Where? The trailer. Uh, that's Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I like it. All that's right. All right, folks. Um, Jason, tell tell people how quick you did this, just so they have an idea. A lot of uh, people see uh, somebody. Sure. Yeah, but a lot of people see people doing good, and they they assume they've just you know stepped into money and they bought all this stuff. Nah. You started with nothing, nearly. No, I started with the trailer up front, telling it with my excursion. Right. Just marketing and, you know, getting it done. A lot to be said. Um, let's see. One one more picture here, folks. This is a picture of the uh, wedding from the wine right here, the yesterday. This is a kick-butt wedding. Look at that. Instead of the cake, they're doing a hot dog. That's slick. They actually had pictures of the, I mean, that's just, my wife snapped that with a cell phone real quick, but they actually had pictures done out of the hot dog trailer. Wow. So. Okay. I got to turn this off, the things. 
Um, we're going to take a short break, folks, and we'll be back in just a second to help me um, clear my screen up here real quick. Want to see some funky videos? Go to LearnHotDogs.com. You can watch Ben do it on a real big dog car. He'll also teach you how to steam, boil, and grill dogs the right way on the same car. He'll also show you how to get your hands on some hot steamy buns. And it's all over at LearnHotDogs.com. All right, folks, what we're going to do is we're going to move on into the um, the talk about catering and, and and not so much as catering, but you're going to get calls for those jobs that, that go, hey, I and, and this this was inspired by uh, an email this week where somebody was had somebody ask him about a small job and he's going, how do I price this? Well, let's say you get a call from somebody that says, hey, I've got, you know, a birthday party. There's probably going to be 20 to 25 kids. Um, can you serve hot dogs? What you need to do now in this business is to set up what, are, what is your time worth and what is it worth for you to, to set up a cart and clean that up. It doesn't matter if you cook two hot dogs or 2,000. You've got cleanup, almost the same amount. So just as well know that you're going to have to clean every pan, you're going to have to restock everything, you're going to have to do the work, the labor that's involved in going whether you're serving 25 hot dogs or 25 kids at a birthday party. I'm not saying don't do it. If you're not doing anything, then by all means do it because it puts you in front of other people. But I would have some minimums. I would set up some minimums so that people knew what what to expect. Like if you if somebody asks you to do a party, that's 25 people. Let's do the math on this. Let's assume that each kid is going to eat at least one hot dog. That's 25 hot dogs. Let's fudge it up or let's buff it up to 30 hot dogs, um, 25 drinks, 25 bags of chips. You're talking three bucks a kid. That's 75 bucks. They could go to the convenience store and buy those meals for cheaper as far as to do it. They're paying for that service. And that's where a lot of vendors get confused. They call me up and they go, Ben, I'm doing this little party. It's 45 people, and I just don't know how to price it. I don't want to price it so high that they think I'm trying to rip them off. Well, no. You're something unique. You're doing something unique. You're providing a service. You're a licensed kitchen, basically, going to pull out there. You're responsible for feeding them good, safe food and, and delicious food when they want it at their doorstep where they want it. So... You're, you're providing all this. Well, that is worth something. And to me, if you're going to do it, then you need to be paid for that value. You've created a value. So what I would do is have a minimum. Now, if you're somebody like Jason or Corey, where you're busy enough already and you don't need to take those, or you still want to take them but you only want to take the ones worth your while, then you can change this price. But I would have a price of at least $150 minimum. That would cover me coming out and, and, and serving and going back home and cleaning up. I would have a minimum price of $150. Now, will that be too expensive for the birthday party? It might be. It might be. But they're getting something fresh cooked right from the cart. They could go to KFC and order buckets of chicken cheaper, but they didn't go to KFC. They called you. But and, it's also part of the show, nostalgia, and, you know, Right. 
Right, and what, you know, having and, us there was something different that nobody else is doing. So, and, and you can tell them that includes so, a certain amount of hot dogs or meals or whatever you want to call it. You can say that the 150 covers the first 50 meals, even if you know they're only going to have 25. But the point is, is you need to have a minimum. This 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 person, this was a different one that that had a, a small party, 30 people or something. Well, these were adults, but 30 times $5 a meal and $6 a meal, 180 bucks. I don't know. I don't I would I would have a minimum and then a rate. And I would also have if I was going to do a kids birthday party, I would have a minimum. You may want to at first, if you're brand new and you've got plenty of spare time, you may want to say, "Listen, I'll come out and serve 25 kids for 100 bucks." And you're still making good money. If the whole thing took you four hours and your food cost out of it, you still probably made 22 bucks an hour, somewhere in there. But is your time more valuable somewhere else? If you don't have a choice, like you, you have, I can watch Oprah or I can go do a birthday party for 100 bucks. go do the birthday party. But if it's, I can work my normal spot at Tractor Supply and going to make 350 or I can go make, a hundred over here. I'm going to choose the tractor supply and say, "I'm sorry, I can't be there." I mean, me, I do it a little different. I do an hourly, and then I tell them cost of food, um, which isn't really cost, but right. But it's it's what you're gonna. It's, is it what you're willing to sell them the food for? Serve it yeah. to them. Well, I'm banging them set, like car dealerships. I bang them seventy five bucks an hour. Okay. Basically, whether I sell a hundred dogs or one dog, I'm covered. Gotcha. Now, see, there's a good idea, folks, that you may want to be at $50 an hour. You know, you may not have the expense. You may go, listen, I'll charge you 50 bucks an hour with a two-hour minimum. Um, and now, if you have drive time, we need to talk about this. If you have drive, drive time that is required, then you have to consider that in. If it's an hour over there and an hour back, well, then you need to change your numbers. You may want to go, well, I only charge for the time I'm there, but it's $85 an hour. And that way you've covered yourself. I so, find the all-inclusive. Like, if you're going to charge for drive time, put it in there. Figure out what it is, put it in. I find all the way back to doing pizza, if you just give them this bombardment with this list of stuff, they shut down. Right. They don't want to think about it. If you just tell them it's X amount an hour, nothing past that, and whatever this is times 100, that's what you pay, boom, they're fine. But if you tell them, well, it's, you know, 19.95 an hour, and I drove for 22 minutes, so that's this, and food, and, you know, you start hitting all this crap, they shut down. You're better off with giving them a, a rock-solid number, all-inclusive, done. I agree. I agree. I think that it's – I don't – if you put too many prices, what he's saying is to put too many options and prices on there that it's an upcharge for this and upcharge for this, all of a sudden they get panicked and the deer in the headlights look and they, they scurry away. I would um, try to have a flat rate. It's harder on these small jobs. But if you're, I have to tell you, don't call me a month from now and go, yeah, I ain't even had any jobs. I've posted ads and I just haven't had any work and a bunch of little parties. But... I didn't do those. Well, kiss my ass. I mean, you should have been doing the little parties. If you've got the time, go do them because you don't know what those turn into. 
You don't know that you're going to go do a free fundraiser for the fire department, the volunteer fire department, where they're just going to pay you just your food cost, and you're going to meet the mayor who's going to need you to pay you two grand to show up at some other gig. That's how this stuff works. It networks out. It's like Amway, except better. (laughs) Well, like our our market, you know, I told you we're doing um, free spots for local business. Right. You know, I got a guy that has a huge Ace Hardware that has a party rental, tool rental. Now he just took on kayaks and paddle boards and that kind of stuff. I had him come down, set up Friday, and uh, loved it. You know, now we're doing some more stuff with him. I mean, I did, you know, I used his lot for the parade. I did contractor nights with him. You know, we're doing all kinds of stuff. I told him to come back this Friday with uh, grills and stuff for Father's Day weekend. You know? That's smart. So it's yeah. all about networking. You just don't know who that person is and what they can do or who they know. You know? I mean, you'll get to the point where you're turning down work where you can be so selective that you're only taking the ones that profit you the most. But don't think that profit is just the the bottom dollar. The profit can be that charity fundraiser for the fire department. Your profit's going to be the the meet and greet with the city commissioner that you're going to end up doing, who's wanting you to go to his election campaign and set up. Um, I just had a vendor call me the other day because of all the these midterm elections. You know, that's when councilmen and all that stuff happened. Oh, yeah. He's he's over in all the way over near Memphis, the other side of Tennessee for me. And he called up and he he ended up knowing somebody that knew somebody, but he ended up doing a th- this commissioner one um or a city councilman, I think it was a commissioner, county commissioner. But anyway, they, everybody calls them something different in every city or town, but he he got called to come do that gig. Well, they paid him to serve, I think it was four or 500 people. That's a lot of freaking money. That's a big day. I mean, you're not even there all day. Well, again, along those lines, you know, not knowing who you're doing it for. I mean, that's how I got into Red Bull. Did a job for somebody else. Last minute thing, filled in. Guy says, wow, you know, we do a lot with Red Bull. Next thing I know, I got Red Bull calling me. We're doing a drop from Pagoda. Now I'm sending two trucks to Firefly. Right. I mean, that bill's obscene. Quit. You know, three days giving out breakfast sandwiches, 300 a truck per day, talking two hours, and then the guys get to stay, watch the concert, hang out all night. You know, and it's all because, you know, he took a last-minute job, did a favor for somebody, and look who he knew. You know? Wow. Wait till you see those pictures. We have trucks getting wrapped this week for that. I can't have the trucks temporarily wrapped. I can't wait. Do y'all understand that? They're they're taking his trucks. They're going to cover them with a wrap, just like he's got on them now, basically. A vinyl wrap. Well, actually, no, I subbed it out. Well, yeah, you subbed it out with other trucks, but the bottom line is they're going to cover those trucks with a wrap that's only temporary. Yep. And uh, one truck's going out Saturday, two stops, giving out 100 cheesesteaks each stop. I'm sorry, 200 cheesesteaks each stop, Saturday, Sunday. And what we're doing is they're meeting cheesesteaks, wrapped, and then they have a Red Bull sticker. And if they get this gold emblem in the middle of the sticker, they go to a Red Bull staff member and they get tickets for Firefly. Then on Thursday night, the trucks go down, get parked. One's at one stage, one's at the other. Right. And they're doing this whole promotion with... uh, I think they're calling it the breakfast bar. 
and they had to do something to respond to Red Bull, and they get a bracelet or something, and that lets them get a sandwich. And that's three days in a row. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, each truck's giving out, you know, 300 sandwiches. When they're gone, they're gone. And the guys get to hang out at Firefly. Wow. Giving away Red Bull, you know, Saturday and Sunday at that event. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk about what it is, but, I mean, you've seen the invoice. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Oh, um, I, um, yeah, the fact is, is the more you do, the more money you can make, the more people you'll meet. So don't turn down the little jobs unless you have something better. And definitely when you have a chance to do charity work, um, take advantage of those opportunities because those can be huge. We still don't have him. Do you want me to try to call him? Yeah, go ahead and give him a I'm going to... Um, you may have to talk. I'm going to play um, Hot Steamy Buns, and then I'll try to call. But when that ends, you may have to um, talk. That's all right. I know a couple words. <laughs> all right. Got a question about Hot Steamy Buns? Call Ben at 424-258-9364 for the latest tips and tricks. In the world of wieners, that's 424-258-9364. Press 1 to talk live, one-on-one to Ben, Sunday night, 8.30, Eastern Standard Time. HDVR, hot, steamy buns. Can't help but sway every time that plays. <laughs> that commercial came from Rob, man. We gotta call him. We haven't heard from him in a while. That we gotta dock Corey's pay for not calling in tonight. So we'll have to uh see here. The pressure's on Ben. He's Hi, this is Eric. Please leave me a message and I'll get back to you shortly. Thank you for calling. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. To send a fax, press 4 now. To leave a callback number, press 5. I don't know if I'm getting through. Um, because, Because we're using two platforms now, we're going out on this YouTube thing. I can't shut off the audio to it in order to dial the call, so I can't even hear what they're saying. Mute yourself, call them on the cell phone, I'll keep telling people about what's going on with the app. All right. That way we're not running out on YouTube. So basically the newest thing they came up with that Eric started doing is allowing people to hire a truck. So if they follow you, or even if they don't follow you, they can look up trucks and then hit them up and ask them about a job for catering. I've already gotten three jobs out of it, and it's only been a month and a half. So, you know, great app, and it's free. 
Um, you know, show them a little love. It's Food Trucks In, I-N. But uh, great app, man. I can't say enough about it. We've been using it here. He'll send you stickers, things like that, so people know you're on it. Very good app. Let's see if Ben gets him on the phone here. Let's see, we'll have to play the ticking clock. <laughs> Looks like he left him a message. So he's not answering. Um, I'll um, Hopefully he'll get my email. If not, we'll try it another time. But um, you can go to Food Trucks Inn, food, F-O-O-D, um, just like food. And trucks with an S, in, I-N dot com. I just kind of filled him in on what it is and some of the newest stuff he added about getting jobs sent to you. You have an option. People that follow it across the country, if they come into a town, they can search for trucks, see what time they're serving, menus, you can hire right. the truck, get directions, go to their social media, all that kind of stuff. You know, That's smart. I, I think it's a brilliant idea. And um, for free, it doesn't cost you anything but a couple minutes to sign up. And then, you know, I program my events in, you know, basically when I get them. And, uh, like, when I'm doing the food trucks, when I'm at an industrial park, like this week, we start two new parks. And I've got one of my other parks. I list the other trucks, let people know, hey, you know, I'm going to be here with eight other trucks. And I use their Twitter handles. And, uh, you know, it's just a great way to help promote you and other trucks. And you get them doing it. And it just, you know, it's all about numbers. Wow. Well, I'm going to take a call. Caller area code 210. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Ben. This is Bob in uh, Texas. Hey, Bob. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, I need uh, you and Jason's expertise. I've got a deal coming up at the end of the month that's sponsored by a small uh, town. And, uh, you know, we've gone to the uh, food trailer. And they're going to have between 3,500 and 5,000 people. We were only allowed to do hamburgers and cheeseburgers and fries. But the mass people that are going to be coming, according to them, I don't know how to keep hamburgers, you know, warm. Uh, and I can't do them that fast on the griddle. Uh, any suggestions, either email or anything, would sure help. Uh, that's an easy one. Get get there a little ahead of time, Bob, and uh, go ahead and cook a bunch of them. And then what you do is you throw them in a uh, pan with a little au jus, kind of three-quarter cook them, or you can thoroughly cook them. And that's all you need to do, man. You can keep them under steam. You can put them in au jus. You can slap them back on the grill real quick. They'll be wet from the au jus. You can throw cheese on them, dome them, melt the cheese real quick. Slap them off the grill, wrap them, and put them out the window. Okay, now would you actually submerge them in the water then, Jason? Well, you can put them in. I don't like them totally in. Um, I just like them uh, in something that's not going to suck flavor out of them. So if you load up an au jus, it's not sucking the flavor out of the meat. And you're also just kind of creating a moist heat in the, in the uh, pan with a lid. And this way, you need a burger or two or five. You pop the lid open, you slap them on the grill, cheese them, pop them on a roll, wrap them, and out the, out the window. Okay, I thought about, of course, being here in Texas, they make a lot of tamales, and they've got a almost like a stock pot with a rack that's about three inches off of the bottom. 
you know, and you fill it with water and you steam your tamales in, would that uh, work to go ahead and, and pre-cook the burgers in and put them in there with a lid and, and just let them steam and uh, then pull them out, put them on the grill, flip them in out the window? Well, I mean, I've never seen that actual piece, but, I mean, if it's, if it's a steamer, in theory, it should work, you know, to keep them moist and keep them hot. That's the whole point. And then you can kind of rotate them through as your day's going, you know, build up a little bit of a stockpile for your rush and then kind of thin them out as you go. I see. Okay. Yeah, I was uh, a bit nervous because they have uh, – actually, it was invited to go. And uh, I said, well, yeah, we can do it, you know, open mouth and stick your foot in it before you really know what you're doing. But uh, I, I figured that uh, before, when I went to anything, I kind of had like a cookie sheet on my two-burner two stove in the trailer and had a little bit of water in it. But that's not going to hold the quantities that they're talking about. I mean, you could throw them in pans with some au and foil them and put them in the oven if you've got an oven or a holding oven. Um, you know, put them in a stock pot like that with fluid at the bottom on an eyelid burner. I mean, there, there's a few ways to go. Uh, your French fries, okay. you, you can three-quarter three cook your fries and pop them in a pan and put them in a holding oven, and then that way as you need them, you're throwing them in by the hand or, or basket full. You know, 30 seconds in the fryer, they're done. Ah, okay. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate the info. I uh, always come to you for these kind of questions. And, uh, uh, Rob, you got any uh, other ones? No, that's about it. We just finished a gig for a two-day at a beer garden, and uh, we actually, that was the busiest that we have been in the four months that we've been out. We sold out both nights. And uh, last night we doubled the amount of food we took Friday night, and we were within 15 minutes of selling out the second night. And uh, we went till 8.30 on Friday night, we sold out, and at 8.45 last night we were sold out. We did uh, uh, a birthday party in conjunction with this, uh, uh, it's kind of like a, a beer garden and a place for kids. And uh, we did a little over 100 hot dogs and uh, around 85 burgers along with fries. We went through about uh, 50 pounds of fries. And uh, so it was really good. It, it sparked and, and started uh, the fire going again because we've had some pretty slow times. There you go. That's what you need, though. Yeah. Get out there in front of those people. You wind up getting some more work. Make sure, you know, you're letting people know when they come to the window you're available for privates and corporate and stuff, right? Yeah. Well, the big thing about this place is they have got kids going everywhere. And uh, all the other food trucks, there's uh, four or five other food trucks out there, but they are, you know, one's Italian food and, and all kinds of stuff. And, and kids just weren't eating, and so they called us to come out there. And, of course, we've got hamburgers, cheeseburgers, hot dogs, grilled cheese, BLT, and fried bologna sandwiches along with our fries. They came to us after we got done and says, man, you filled the void that we need out here. And so they got us on the schedule um, either on Friday night or Saturday or both. So I was excited about that. So what you need. 
you have any uh, distilleries in your area? Are they popping up down there? What's that, Jason? Do you have any distilleries where they make booze, basically? Like like a beer garden but or a tasting room, but they're making rye or vodka or anything like that. We're having a lot of those pop up here. And uh, I've been hitting them up, and I'm booking jobs with those guys. Yeah, we don't have, uh, you know, uh, many of those around here. Uh, yeah. This place that we're going to... Uh, you know, is is strictly they've got ninety plus craft beers, and uh, it it really is a big kids place out there. But as far as the you know anybody, we do have a place that's about thirty miles away that I'm thinking about that makes uh, sausage and bratwurst, kielbasa, and uh, so we've been looking at that and see what we can't come up with. Do a search for uh, the stories in your local area. And, uh, okay. All right, we'll we'll do that. Uh, it was good hearing one from other you. Fast, uh, ben, one other real fast question: What are the uh, fire marshals saying? We ran into one small town that uh, said that they adopted the national fire code, and you must have if you have any cooking equipment. A fire suppression system, like a fire extinguisher. No, we carry a Class K on board because of the fire, according to San Antonio. But right. this other little city, they're being jerks, saying, "No, you got to have an Ansel fire suppression system on board." On an open cart? No, this that's is in our trailer, Ben. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, the trailer. I mean, most states have adopted that. Um, and they're expensive. Um, and if you just a word to the wise, because I, I had a buddy do this recently. He bought a used concession trailer. He was told this was in Florida. He told he had to put an Ansel system in it, a fire suppression system, which is a hood system with that fire system. He bought it used online, and it's out of date and can't be updated to code. So he wasted his money. Wow. Well, I've dealt with uh, fire suppression in my before I retired, and so I got a brother-in-law price, and it was four grand. Yep, they're expensive. And then you know, putting them in, and hopefully your brother-in-law helped you put it in, but they that's the gets ex- even more expensive because he was telling me that he's in South Florida that he had to pay a company to they came out and looked at it for free, but they told him once he had one that it would be 1500 for them to install it, to sign off yeah. on the not, – not install it. He put it in, or he will be putting it in, but for them to sign off on the unit that it's certified, 1500 Wow. Inspection, too. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Yeah, annual. on where you're at. Right. Annual inspection here is $110 a year. Yep. It can be expensive. Um, it can be real expensive. Well, I thank you, well, Bob. It was ben, good hearing from you. I hadn't heard from you in a long time. Okay, gentlemen, as always, I appreciate all your help, and uh, yeah. best to you. Thank you. Let us know how it goes, Bob. Have a good one. All right, folks, we have um, caller area code 706. I believe this is a Mr. Michael Wood with Doug's Dogs. Good, good. Yeah, it is. What's up, guys? 
Oh, not much. How are you? I'm, uh, y'all were talking about catering jobs. I, I've got where I do some more than I used to. Uh, but one of the things that I do is, is I just uh, give them a flat rate, of, you know, per meal. And what I do is I count all my inventory before I go to the um, location. And then at the end of the day, I count all my inventory again, and then I send them an invoice for everything in between. And that seems to work out. And then if you have somebody ask you, well, how much is this going to cost? Because I do, like, dealerships and things like that. What I normally tell them is, you know, it's going to be $7 per meal or $6 per meal plus tax plus setup fee. And... um and then times out of ten, I'll waive the setup fee, depending on how big the event is. And uh, I, you can also offer them tickets that you can go to Walmart and buy a roll of tickets. And you can say, you know, if you want to keep track of it a little closer, you can give out these tickets. And for every tickets at the end of the event, um, I'll go ahead and and invoice you for that. The other thing that I do is I had a big catering. Now, this is a big catering. Uh, it's 400, a minimum of 400 meals and a maximum of 500. And uh, I gave them a quote. When they asked me for the quote, I gave them the quote because they wanted all the bells and whistles. They wanted everything on my menu and for the people to get a sausage dog and a hot dog and a drink and a chip and a cookie and and it went on and on and on, and I and they wanted chili and coleslaw and everything else, and so I gave them the quote, and it was eighty five hundred dollars. And uh, right after they had a heart attack, uh, along with that quote, I gave them a reasonable quote for two hot dogs a drink and a chip, and said, "Look, I can do that for seven dollars a meal." And they said, "Oh, we'll do that." And so you know, it just. It, it depends on the event and what type of event you're doing or catering. You can call it an event or you can call it a catering. Did that pretty much cover it, Ben? Yeah, that was good. Um, that was real good. I'm pooped right now, so I ain't going to stay on here much longer. Uh, I had a, um, a steak sale for the last three days, and I'm about I'm about wore out. I don't so, blame. Uh, yeah, they. Um, I did real good Saturday. Um, pretty much sucked Friday and Sunday, but Friday and Sunday paid my expenses, so Saturday was my profit day. And I mean, you can add it up any way you want to add it, but you know. And um, but I had a good time. You know, as long good. as I have a good time, that's all that really matters. And then Wednesday, I got a street dance got to do, and then Friday, I got a, a private catering for a corporation, and I got to feed. I think it's going to be about seventy-five meals. That uh, I do it every year. Um, they take the under, underprivileged kids, and the corporation um, teaches them to be engineers, and and comes up with all kinds of things they do for about a week, and then at the end of the week, I feed them all. And I've been doing that for about three years. So, you know, the repeat business is what I have to have. I don't, I, I've got to have repeat business. I don't, I'm, the town I live in is not big enough 
to not have repeat business, and I don't right. feel like driving, you know, 100 miles, you know, to drum up more business. So I kind of count on that repeat business. Other than that, we're good, good. Well, have a good one, Michael. I appreciate you coming on. We'll um, talk to you yep. um, soon. Have a good week. Uh, Tell Jason, ask Jason. The uh, folks, we have um, only a couple minutes left. I do want to remind you, you can go to streetvendorforum.com. Um, in fact, Michael Wood, who was just on, um, is one of the admins, I, I believe, or something over there. Um, and but there's there's others. There's experienced vendors. There's new vendors. There's questions every day. Check it out, streetvendorforum.com. Um, also, we got the course loaded up. If you haven't seen it, um, you can actually um, follow Michael Wood around for um, more than a day um, and see every ounce, every step that a vendor takes in, in his day, from loading, prepping, storage, to working the cart, to helping customers, to unhooking the trailer, to moving it on a sidewalk, everything. You can see it all. That course is available at store or at benscarts.com, and you just click on the accessory store at the top and go to the courses section. Um, also, you can find links and training and free, um, all kinds of free training videos at, at um, learnhotdogs.com. There's also a classified ad section over there, too. Jason, I appreciate you joining us. Hope no you hope, I heard from Eric, uh, bad reception up there. That's why we couldn't get him. So No problem. See you for next Sunday. Yeah, that works for me. Y'all have a good week. I appreciate it. Have a good one, Ben. You too. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the hot dog answer man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio.